there. My name is Ana Paula Picasso, and you are listening to Blockchain Beat. This episode is about something we don't hear much in the news, stable coins backed by precious metals, more specifically, silver. Me and Nick Proughton, CEO at Load, talked about stable coins, the differences between stable coins and digital currencies, and why a stable coin backed by silver has many advantages over gold. But silver is still a huge, huge market that isn't being addressed in blockchain. On top of that, silver has a really long monetary history as well as a currency, as a medium of exchange, meaning people have used it to conduct their business throughout most of the world's history. Um, you know, silver was often regarded as the money of people, while gold was considered the money of kings. And if you want to know more about the Load project, the Load token and their AGX coin, just go to load.1. And if you want to reach Nick directly, I'll put all the links in the description. This episode is brought to you by Blockchain PR. If you want to know more how Blockchain PR can help your business grow, just go to www.blockchainpr.online. I'm recording this already, so I don't know what I'm going to use, but I'm not. But <laughs> I always like to, to start saying hi and thank you. Thanks, Nick, for coming and speak to me here on Blockchain Beat. Uh, where are you based right now? I'm based in the west coast of Canada, uh, British Columbia, uh, in a little city called um, Kelowna. It's, uh, it's the, one of the great wine regions of Canada, but also the world, <laughs> which has nothing to do with what I do for work, but I always love touting that because I, I think wine is a universal yeah, that's right. That's right. I didn't know that. We had a prep call when you told me that. So I went to Google it. Um, British Columbia Vineyard. So you can take a tour there. It yep. seems to be quite touristic as well if you're a wine lover. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I think we have over like 150 wine wineries in the area. We do really good Pinot Noirs. Um, we do some great um we do some great Viognier's and some great um some great whites as well. So uh, really, uh, really recommend and especially anybody over in the in the eastern uh, across the Atlantic Ocean, if you haven't explored Canada's wine regions in British Columbia yet, like, come notify me, come talk to me, I'll send you a bottle of something. Oh, definitely. Oh, maybe <laughs> if we ever leave this, <laughs> this pandemic, I like so much to visit Canada is super beautiful, is in some ways similar to Sweden as well. And um, yeah, definitely try some rich Colombian wine. Mm-hmm. And um, so Nick, the reason I wanted to invite you to my podcast uh, was I came across Load mm-hmm. or the Load Project. What do you prefer to call it? just Load? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's whatever fits. Uh, we started off as the Load Project. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but load is good, right? It comes from the phrase mother load, which is a common term in, uh, in the okay. mining industry. Right. And because we're precious metals based, it made sense. So that's kind yes. of the origin of why we're called load. 
Yes. So, yeah. Um, for people that don't know, Lord is a stable coin backed by silver. And I've seen some stable coins backed by gold, like Tether Gold, for instance. But no, I think the first one I, came, I myself came across that's backed by silver, and it sounded very interesting. So we can talk more about load later on. But shall we start with the basics for people that are not too familiar, the difference between a cryptocurrency and a stable coin? So what is a stable coin? What are the differences? Well, as the name comply uh, implies, a stable coin is um, is uh, stable, and usually what that entails is that it's backed by something uh, tangible or outside of just the blockchain technology itself. So you know, Bitcoin isn't backed by anything other than its base and the actual algorithms that compose and make up Bitcoin that make Bitcoin what it is. Same with um, Litecoin or Ethereum or most of your common big cryptocurrencies out there um, versus something like the load project that produces, um, you know, uh, assets that represent real world physical assets. So for example, every single one of our AGX coins, our silver backed stable coins is backed by one gram of vaulted audited and insured silver. Right. So, so, you know, there is uh, stability because these commodities that are backing this currency have real inherent values to making them much less risky to uh, volatility um, the same way Bitcoin or Ethereum or most of your top 10 cryptocurrencies are. I see, I see. And um, what are the differences between a stable coin and a digital currency? We, we've seen here in Sweden, there is a project called eKrona that is a digital currency at the moment is a pilot project by the central bank here in Sweden. So what are the, what's, what's the difference between well, those I, two? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, you know, that really depends on, on the project to be honest. Stable coins can be currencies or they mm -hmm. can just be commodities, right? And that's the awesome. primary difference. Stable coins um, like the Krona, uh, for example, or or uh, you know Tether is an easy go-to, but like let's say the the hypothetical, um, the hypothetical uh, Chinese yuan that's coming for the blockchain, um, like these are stable coins, but they are also currencies because uh, they use a government-backed currency as their as their as the thing that they are pegged to. Um, Similarly, uh, versus something like, let's say, um, uh, a coin backed by diamonds. Diamonds don't really have a, a big monetary history as a currency, but they are used as commodities um, and they are traded as commodities already. So um, that is kind of the primary distinguishers. A stable coin isn't necessarily a medium of exchange, something that is used to conduct trade and commerce. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it can be used as a store of wealth or, again, as, a, as the actual commodity itself. But why silver? Why did you guys choose to go for silver? What are the advantages? Um... Yeah, absolutely. So um, we do we do also produce a gold back asset as well, and we also okay. have an equity asset. Um, but silver is our big focus, and there we feel like there is a big felt need in the market for silver. Even before you touch the blockchain, silver is like I believe it's the second biggest commodity in the world. Right. And if it's not, it's still up there in the top 10 for certain. Uh, mm -hmm. There's over 10,000 use cases for silver. It's used in almost all modern electronics. Uh, so it's a big deal. It's used everywhere. It's used in Teslas. It's used in computers. Um, and yet nobody 
in the cryptocurrency market is really putting that much emphasis on silver. There are competitors out there. Um, but again, all this emphasis is on gold because uh, gold has the higher price valuation and because you know gold as a, as a store of value, um, you know, it has that reputation as a, as a safe haven asset. Um, but silver is still a huge, huge market that isn't being addressed in blockchain, right? And then mm-hmm. on top of that, silver has a really long monetary history as well as a currency, as a medium of exchange, meaning people have used it to conduct their business throughout most of the world's history. Um, you know, silver was often regarded as the money of people while gold was considered the money of kings. And so uh, part of what our project is striving to do is to create better money by backing it with a physical precious metal, uh, gold or silver based on what you want. But that silver is really there to be accessible for everyone, uh, for everyone, by everyone, and to, to uh, address a felt need in the market that isn't currently being addressed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, I didn't know silver is the money of people and haven't heard of the phrase before. I think it's really straightforward. We do also have our equity assets. So if you like what we talk about on the show today and you like about um, uh, what Load as a project is, is striving to create, uh, then I highly recommend you check out our Load token. And Load tokens are, uh, they are bonds, right? That you purchase with gold or silver. Um, mm-hmm. And this bond entitles you to a dividend uh, every 52 days that pays that pays out in in gold, in silver, in our digital gold and silver assets. Mm-hmm. So it's a way for you to generate passive income with uh, a, in the form of digital gold and digital silver, and become a, a true stakeholder and owner of the load project at large, because we are a system that is created by by people just like you, for people just like you. And we want to get uh, as many people as possible in on this opportunity because I at least think it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, but obviously <laughs> I'm a little biased. Yeah, no, that's fine. But uh, just let's talk a little bit about the history of Load. When did you guys start it? Who is behind? You are the CEO. Uh, so when... the did load start and who is who is the team? Yeah, for sure. So um, load started about four years ago. Um, and sort of just as we were entering into the, the first crypto, the big cryptocurrency boom. Uh, and it was uh, innovated by a core of uh, individuals, a group of people who, who really believed in this gold silver standard and that precious metals should have uh, a restored presence as as currency in the world today. Um, in in fact, in some places in the world, silver already physical silver is still being used as acceptable legal tender or currency in the world today. So there was a real desire to to use blockchain technology as a vehicle to make that happen. Um, you know, it, it was founded by a group of people. There is no one individual, but among those most notable uh, is is one of our ambassadors, David Morgan, who has been a longtime media entity. Uh, newsletter writer and so uh, and financial expert as it pertains to the precious metals market, and so um, you know uh, this group of people got together and and started innovating around how can we build a system that is crowdfunded, that is communal, uh, that is autonomous, and um, and brings real value back to these metals. Because if you're not an expert uh, in the in the arena, I'll I'll shed a little light on the fact that the precious metals industry is. 
unfortunately very manipulated in traditional exchanges and in traditional markets. Uh, that's part of the reason why you've seen a big um, a push from, from the Wall Street silver community uh, to, um, to cause a, a silver squeeze and take supply off the street to get the metal prices back to where they are hypothetically supposed to be. Now, I know I sound like I'm wearing a little tinfoil hat and perhaps <laughs> I'm a conspiracy theorist, but um, the reality is, is that big banks like JP Morgan Chase have been caught red-handed and fined pretty aggressively for manipulating the price of the silver market, for attempting nice. to corner the silver market. This is an ongoing problem and it impacts individuals who just want a good store of value to protect their to protect their wealth with, right? So all of these factors contributed into into um, making load what it is. And um, at the end of the cryptocurrency uh, boom, I think towards the tail end of 2018, when the market yeah. really started going down, we went into what was called like the crypto winter, where you know it was no longer the hot item on everybody's mind. And um, yeah, I remember the crypto time, winter. Yeah, after the ICO boom, that came after the, the ICO boom. That's right. Yeah. And uh, during this time, we really, really uh, went to the drawing board on how do we bring this platform to a global audience in a safe and secure way. How do we how do we do that? Because blockchain regulation is really, really complicated, right? Depending on every jurisdiction that you go into, they're going to have slightly different laws. Some most circumstances, they don't even have very clear blockchain regulation. And so we had to work uh, really aggressively alongside regulators in the European region. Now we're regulated under the Boffin, uh, Switzerland and in Liechtenstein as well. Um, yeah, that would be my question to you, how you guys regulated. I've seen uh, you mentioned Liechtenstein and, and Switzerland. So uh, Liechtenstein provides a really clear blockchain act, mm -hmm. which is really nice. And it gave us a good sort of springboard um, for, um, for going off into Europe and, and working with other regulators yeah. and beginning to introduce this product to market. Uh, the Swiss entity is there to issue uh, our securitized assets. Um, and it does so in partnership with um, a German entity, which is a tied agent of an investment bank known as CM Equities. And CM Equities uh, is the same partner that works with a lot of really major crypto financial institutions. Unfortunately, a lot of them are under NDA, so I won't, I won't say specifically which ones, but a lot of the top dogs in the player use CME as a legal foothold to conduct their business in, um, a, in, in the European region under the Boffin. Uh, and we are we are similarly engaged in um, in, a, in a tied agent agreement there. So this is how we cover our bases in Europe, in addition to the Swiss entity and in addition to the, the Liechtenstein entities that we have. Uh, in the United States, we partner with companies known as such as Prime Trust um, mm -hmm. that are the backbone for a lot of major exchanges and provide um, the licensing required in order for us to provide a media payment instrument. Uh, like AGX and like AUX out in the world. So um, I know it sounds like, oh, it's just two companies and, and there you go. But no, it's been, this is the accumulation of four years of hard work, working hand in hand with regulators, legal opinions and et cetera, et cetera, that have gotten us to the point where now, you know, we can go to the world's biggest markets with the strongest and toughest regulation and, and say, yes, we can do this. We can do mm -hmm. this safely and we can do this legally. Okay, okay. And, and Nick, for instance, someone like me, if I want to start uh, investing or buying load, 
uh, what would be my first step? Tell, yeah. talk me through. Yeah, for sure. So the first thing you're going to want to do is head over to uh, loadpay.com or load.one and obviously mm -hmm. click that register button. Uh, it takes, you know, 30 seconds. It's your pretty standard email signup experience. Um, and that will get you your load account. Um, <clears throat> if you're interested in taking advantage of load, as I've, as I, the load token that I talked about, we're going to need to get to know you a little bit better. And this process is called KYC. Yep. And this is one of the things that we have to do in order to be compliant. You've probably done this if you trade on any cryptocurrency exchange. Um, right. Again, standard, fair, uh, you know, passport, um, a selfie, you know, proof of liveness, uh, proof of proofs of identification, government issued ID, things of this nature. And we don't personally hold on to this information. It's not like we are combing through this being like, you know, looking up everything about you. Right. This goes to a third party that validates that, you know, that you're not conducting fraud. Right. right. And all of this, and it, it sounds like a lot, but really, again, it only takes a couple minutes. However, if you're mm -hmm. interested in just buying digital gold, digital silver, uh, once you've got your account set up, you can go ahead and uh, immediately go to the app stores and we provide buttons in your load account to download our mobile wallet. Uh, and our mobile wallet uses the Syscoin blockchain, which is um, a fork of the Bitcoin blockchain, uh, can do 160,000 transactions per second. So for you Bitcoin nerds out there, that's a pretty <laughs> impressive number to look at. Um, and, uh, we're a platform token on top of Syscoin. So, uh, from our mobile wallet and from this, um, uh, non-custodial wallet, you can start immediately buying digital gold and silver with your credit card today. So this whole process that I've just walked you through takes maybe two, three minutes, uh, tops. Um, but the benefit of buying digital gold and silver versus physical gold and silver mm -hmm. is that, um, precious metals, when you go to buy from a retail, from a bullion dealer, um, they're going to charge you a premium, right? And that premium is going to run pretty high. If you're buying like one ounce coins, that can go as high as uh, like 50% markup what the actual spot price of silver is. Mm -hmm. uh, and then when you go to sell your token, you go back to that same bullion dealer and you say, oh my God, uh, silver went on a huge run. You know, it's, it's Lambos on the moon <laughs> and I'd like to sell. Well, they're going to give you a percentage point under spot, right? So you're not getting the true value of your metal on the other side. Versus with us, you buy, and because of the digital format that we're producing this in, you get it at much, much, much closer to the spot price uh, than when you pay with a physical bullion dealer. And similarly, when you go to sell, you're paying, getting a much, much uh, closer to spot price rate. You're getting at whatever the market rate will support. So that's um, part of why using these wallets and purchasing through us and, through, and purchasing this type of asset is a lot better than physical gold and silver. And in the wallet, is the wallet available and globally or you have limitations, some countries? I mean, there is a there is a general sanctions list that we have to ab abide by. I don't know all the countries off the top of my head, but okay. um, but, but look up your standard sanctions list uh, by by the I believe like the United States and Europe. And it's it's pretty much it's pretty, yeah, that's it's not it's not shocking, Europe. let's say, which countries are allowed. It's not North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, you know, no trade with North Korea. Um, no, no. Western Europe and US is pretty much available. Yeah. So you, what you would do is you go to uh, your mobile uh, app store, whether you're on Google or you're on Android, and you look up LoadPay, uh, L-O-D-E-P-A-Y, and that's going to give you our mobile wallet. I think we're trending pretty nicely right now. We're getting a few hundred downloads per week. Um, that's pretty good. 
yeah, so we're growing, we're growing pretty aggressively and that's nice to see. Mm. Um, and and you guys, right now it's sorry. just, uh, no worries. Right now it's just in English, but, uh, we are working on translating it into, uh, all major, all major languages and rolling it out slowly, but surely so that everybody can enjoy our experience in their native language. Yeah. Yeah. If you need, uh, guys ever need to launch in Brazil, you can contact me. I'm more, more than happy to help out with the Brazilian community. So for the future, Nick, how do you see load evolving? So do you have anything exciting coming up, something you want to share? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, we, we did list with our first exchange. Uh, we are listing with our first exchange, Hotbit. Right. Um, and we're hoping this will go live. The trading will actually go live in the second quarter of this year. Very exciting stuff. Mm -hmm. um, you know, this is really the first time that silver, digital silver is hitting a public exchange, um, you know, oh, wow. and that's a pretty big accomplishment. It um, is, yeah. yeah, we're also, uh, you know, looking to engage in um, with a Middle Eastern exchange and we're, we're just in negotiations right now with that. Um, but the, the Middle East has a big appetite for gold and silver. So it's right within our target audience and, and where we want to be going with that. So uh, we're really excited to see these opportunities come to life. Um, um, but where, where in the big picture is load going? Um, so maybe in the next past... five years or in the next yeah, exactly. Years. Right. So we've created this great mobile wallet solution, uh, where people can use fiat, they can buy digital gold and silver, they can swap back and forth. They'll be able to buy Bitcoin and Ethereum, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, USDC, all that fun stuff. Uh, and where we're taking it is we want to create, um, we want to make the easiest to use experience for merchants and businesses to use this currency practically in their day-to-day -day lives. We want to make this so you can use your gold and silver to, uh, you know, to pay for groceries, right? Um, not just as an investment tool so you can speculate and get some gains off of it, right? And so over the next few years, it's really about building these merchant tools and getting them out to merchants worldwide so that they can do uh, trade in business. They can do crypto payments as well as, uh, traditional uh, fiat payments and, and really sort of participate in uh, the future of the, the digital economy. So um, we're really excited about where this is going. I, you know, I'm behind the scenes, so I see the stuff, mm -hmm. the negotiations that are happening. And it's, it's given me a lot of enthusiasm because uh, across the board, people are, are indicating that this is something where they're really, really interested in the potential it could bring. Yeah, and then you're more than welcome to come back here in a year or so to catch up with Load, how you guys doing, any news, any exciting developments. So it'd be really nice to do a follow-up episode with you. And is there anything else you want to say, Nick, before I ask you how people can contact you? Yeah, absolutely. So... Um... Uh, I will say that, uh, and again, I'm not a financial advisor, but I will say mm -hmm. that blockchains, cryptocurrencies, what we're experiencing right now in the market is a huge shift. I think mm -hmm. that most of finance is going to be conducted on a blockchain in the near future. Again, that five to 10 years time. And if you don't have a digital strategy for your wealth, it's time to start thinking about it. It's time to start educating yourself and, and building a portfolio that includes these assets because it is the biggest wealth generation event of our lifetime. And, um, and we want you there for the ride. We want you there with us. So if you're curious about where to get started, um, you know, please come over to our website, say hello to us on our social channels. We're a really friendly group of people and we get yeah. so excited about educating people. 
Yeah, I leave all the links in the description as well. And if people want to contact you, Nick, are you on LinkedIn, Twitter? Yeah, LinkedIn. Uh, if you want to talk to me directly, LinkedIn is always a great place to find right. me. Um, yeah. Twitter as well at Nicholas Prouden, N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S-P-R-O-U-T-E-N on Twitter. Um, if you're interested in the load project, it's loadpay.com, L-O-D-E-P-A-Y.com. And uh, we also have our own uh, media channels, all your favorite social medias, YouTube, Twitter, et cetera, yes. et cetera, which you can find at Load Pay Media. So uh, I hope to speak to you guys soon. And it's, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure, Anna. Thank you, Nick. And I'll put all the links in the description, loads.one and your LinkedIn and Twitter. So people can just reach out and ask questions and get to know a little bit more about Load. And thank you, Nick. And um, yeah, hope you have a nice glass glass of British Columbia wine today. <laughs> thank you. I will. Take care.